You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's guest is Rohan Kulkarni. Welcome, Rohan. Thanks, Bernie. I'm glad to be here. Glad to have you. Rohan, I'm looking forward to our conversation. You are the healthcare practice lead at HFS Research, and you've got a lot to say about the state of healthcare, particularly in the U.S., so we're going to discuss your triple aim model, which addresses the three pillars in healthcare, improving patient outcomes, reducing the cost of care, and enhancing the care experience. Now, those are big topics, and we, of course, have limited time together. So we'll cover the first two kind of quickly, but then we'll drill down mostly on that third pillar, enhancing the care experience, which is pretty equivalent to the customer experience. But before we get into that, uh, let's begin with uh, the introduction to your company, HFS Research, and of course, your role at HFS Research. Thanks, Bernie. I appreciate that. Um, as you indicated, I am the practice leader for healthcare at HFS Research. HFS Research is a analyst firm. We were recently ranked number two right after Gartner as the enterprise which has the most influence with buyers in their decision making. Uh, we have been in business for about 10, 12 years at this point in time. I recently joined HFS Research after spending a lot of time in the healthcare ecosystem, leading a strategy at, a, at various different service providers, leading product management at health plans, and most recently, before joining HFS, I was the CIO at Worsent Health, which is the second, third largest uh, vision plan in the country. Yep, you have an extensive background in healthcare, so uh, so let's get into it, Rohan. You've got what you call the triple aim of healthcare. As I mentioned in the introduction, if you wouldn't mind just overviewing the first two sort of briefly just to kind of paint the picture and then we'll spend some more time on the third one. Absolutely. So the triple aim of healthcare is a framework that many in the healthcare industry have been looking at as a, as a construct to measure how well or not we are doing. Uh, a construct I believe has been around for at least 10 to 15 years at this point in time and it, in, it incorporates the cost of care, the health outcomes, and the experience of care. Um, where we are currently is from a trip from a, in terms of the measurement, uh, our healthcare costs have been increasing at, at a rate that is at least twice or thrice in the inflation rate. We spend about $11,000 per capita per person in America versus four and a half thousand dollars in the other OECD countries on average. From a, from an, from a health outcome standpoint too, we are doing rather poorly. The, the chronic conditions, whether it's hypertension, diabetes, or cardiovascular, these chronic conditions seem to be on the incline uh, for the last 10 plus years, while our life expectancy has been on the decline. Uh, we used to, the, the average uh, life expectancy in America was about 79 years, about 10 years ago, and now we're down to about 78. And this is all pre-pandemic. Uh, so any which way you look at it, we are not doing as well uh, across the health outcomes. And similarly, from a, from a consumer experience and a consumer engagement standpoint, um, the, the jury is out because I, there's a lot of confusion in terms of how to think about experience and how to think about engagement. And I'm sure you and I will talk more about that here in a bit. Yeah. 
Well, the first two pillars, uh, as, as you point out, are pretty serious in terms of where we are right now. And as I mentioned in the introduction, they're big topics. So in, in the interest of focusing our, our time together here, Rohan, let, let's get into what are your thoughts on how do we enhance the care experience, which again, I'm, I'm sort of equating to the customer experience. Fair enough. So I think about it in terms of a health consumer. A health consumer takes various different forms. A health consumer is a patient. A health consumer is a healthy member of a health plan. A health consumer is an employee, is an uh, an employer, could be a beneficiary of a government program. So a health consumer comes in various different forms. And it's important to understand that because their expectations are different depending upon what role they're playing in. Now, in healthcare, and when I think when I talk about healthcare, it's in America, it's it's pretty much sick care. It, it's a point. It's a point where, in many ways, it's a little too late, as in the person is already sick. Um, so the way to think about this is there's an experience at the point of care when someone is sick and, and is trying to get back uh, to a place of health and wellness, and then there's a place where where most of us spend ninety percent of our time, which is where we are generally healthy, uh, where you need engagement. I think there has been a little bit of confusion in terms of experience and engagement. And I think a lot of, um, a lot of folks have a tendency to use those terms in, um, in, in, in any manner that they would prefer to use it. Now, I'll give you an example. Um, generally speaking, a lot of entities such as i will provide our customer experience services. However, in healthcare, there is really no construct for engagement. Because engagement is a paradigm where you're going to be looking at the entire uh, life's journey of that particular health consumer. Customer experience or consumer experience is essentially the interactions of the transactions that are happening at the point of care. And I, I think part of that uh, part of that confusion has been driving, um, I would say, a lot of um, investments in the area of experience, not enough uh, investments in the area of engagement. And to be perfectly honest, I think the opportunities are mostly in the areas of engagement, because if you can manage to keep someone healthy, then you're not going to need uh, to spend a lot of the, their energies in terms of uh, sick care or healthcare per se. Yeah. You know, the the comparison that I'm drawing in my head, uh, Rohan, is that oftentimes customers call into a brand when they have a problem, when they're sick so to speak, <laughs> not literally, of course, yep. but they have a problem. And so they're calling to get that problem resolved. And the point that, that I hear you saying is that if there's engagement that's taking place on a regular basis throughout the journey, then in the, in the case of, of, of us as consumers, of, as patients, as human beings managing our healthcare, then perhaps the overall engagement and experience could be better. So go ahead. You want to just continue to unpack that further, please? Absolutely. So experience um, in other industries could be considered or could be driven to a point of delightful. And I've, I've heard that, that expression used many number, of, uh, many number of times. But I don't believe that there is the notion of delightful experience in healthcare, because no matter what, a visit to a, health, uh, a, visit to a dentist or a proctologist will never, ever be delightful. Um, however, in experience, however, a transaction can be smooth, can be um, could be free from barriers in order to complete that transaction, and that could be a reasonable consumer experience. However, I go back to the notion of engagement. 
Um, we did a, at, at HFS Research, we did a, a study very recently. And one of the things that we found in that study was that the healthier and um, the healthier a consumer is and, and who have an income that is uh, above the median, tended to be much more happier with the experience that they get compared to those who are sicker and who don't make enough, enough money, which shines a huge light in terms of healthcare inequities in, in our society and in the market in general. The reason I bring that up is, though one of the key methods in which you can address um, healthcare inequities is by driving engagement. And one of the ways to drive engagement is to take some ownership, and this ownership has to happen on both sides. The consumer has to step up and play their part, and entities who are providing services, whether it's a health plan, whether it's a, it's a hospital system or a provider system, or even large employers who are self-insured. Everybody needs to step up in order to ensure that there's a level of understanding as to what that engagement looks like. And what I would generally say is that consumers need to invest in increasing uh, the health and healthcare literacy from managing their own data uh, to learning about resources available through their health plans, through their employers, through their providers, any which way. And, th and that they need to chart their own choices about the food that they eat, activities that they engage, um, to stay informed from the right resources. We are in the middle of the pandemic, and uh, one of the challenges that we're seeing in, in the pandemic is that there's a lot of misinformation. Consumers are making choices about getting their healthcare information from, uh, for lack of better work, I would uh, better word I will go on to say hacks. So we need to be sure um, that we are we are educating consumers in order for them to step up to take responsibility for that, uh, and on the in order to drive engagement. But at the same time, we cannot be ignoring the experience part of it. In order for us to get away from kind of the transactional approach we currently have, um, which obviously, you know, based on the triple aim results that we're seeing, it's making us sicker, it's reducing our life expectancy. This is gonna require what I will say the entire village to come together for us to be able to change the trajectory where we can set up an engagement model and at the same time improve the transactional level customer experience that consumers tend to participate or, or, or get. So, so I think what I'm hearing, the, the way that I'm interpreting what you're describing, Rohan, is really a shared experience. And a shared experience where there are incentives in place for all the stakeholders, right? The providers and the patients, us, where everyone has the incentives to keep costs down and also have good patient outcomes, but also be healthy to improve our health and, and sort of minimize the unnecessary uh, um, experiences that we have with the healthcare system. But again, what it comes back to in my mind from what I'm hearing you say, Rohan, is that it needs to be a shared responsibility and there needs to be incentives in place. You know, we human beings are interesting creatures. You know, we do what we're incentivized to do, right? So is that part of your thinking as well? Absolutely. Uh, look, a consumer, whether it's you or I or any other individual, um, has to be self-motivated in ensuring that they, they stay healthy, that they are focused on their wellness, um, without which it is going to be very hard to engage with them, right? So I, I think part of the incentive needs to come in, come from them. But on the flip side, some of the incentive should also be coming in from their health plans, from their employers, from the hospital systems that they interact with. Uh, what we typically see is that um, people, consumers who are on 
who suffer from chronic conditions, one of the challenges is that they don't um, they don't manage their, their chronic conditions well enough because they are not adherent to the medication that they take. Uh, part of which is, you know, sometimes because they can't afford to have it, or two, because they don't have enough help in order to ensure that they're adherent to their, their medication, for instance. So when we talk about customer experience and engagement, this is kind of where the two hands will meet. From an, from, a, from an engagement standpoint, they need to be educated. They need to be able to be given all of the resources so that they are in a position to appreciate uh, the benefits of, of taking their medications, of remaining healthy. But from a transactional, from an experience standpoint, from time to time, they need to be reminded. Somebody needs to hold their hands. So what I would generally talk about when I think about experience and engagement is um, there are literally two hands, right? There's engagement on the left hand and the experience on the right hand, and they all have to come together in order to meet that third, uh, the, 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 the third component of the triple aim, if you would. Okay, so it's multifaceted and uh, it's complex as well. As I said at the beginning of this, and you've been in healthcare a long time, you know better than I do how complex it is. So uh, what do you see over the next maybe 10 years? Do you think that this level of engagement that, uh, that you speak of on this triple aim, do you think it's doable? Do you think we can get to a level of engagement that can improve our health and reduce costs and our outcomes? Um, so I'll, let me address that, Bernie, in two ways. One is my hope, and one is the data that we're seeing. My hope is that, yes, we will, um, because we have a lot of technologies. Um, people are getting more and more informed. Um, and and uh, generally speaking, the quality of life is, has been improving, and therefore I, I expect that engagement will become um, pretty mainstream for a lot of consumers going forward in collaboration with their health plans and their employers. Now, from a data standpoint, what we're also seeing is that demographics are changing. Um, ours is not an, an older population. Ours is not a younger population. We are somewhere in the middle. But what that also means is that it's, it's a population that is constantly evolving, that they're incorporating new technologies, lifestyles are changing, society is, is, is evolving. All of these factors tell me that um, with the adoption of technologies, with the changing demographics, it is very likely that we will see more consumer engagement. We will see a higher level of healthcare literacy in the country. And my suspicion is also that the distribution channels, as I will call them, whether they're health plans or, or, or employers or even the government for that matter and provider systems are also going to be playing a different part. And the third element that I will throw in there in terms of distribution channel is there are all kinds of new alternate models coming out in terms of how healthcare is being distributed. Between these two elements, I, I do believe that we, we are going to see a very different tomorrow, a much better tomorrow than, than yesterday. Fantastic. Well, it's a great place to end, and that is on a high note. And so before we actually end, there's uh, two final questions for you. Before we get to the fun question, Rohan, uh, where can our viewer or a listener just connect with you and learn more about uh, what you've got going on at HFS Research? Absolutely. So we are at hfsresearch.com backslash healthcare, or you can, or your audience can always email me at rohan.kulkarni at hfsresearch.com. Okay. And of course, I always like to ask my guest, in order to stay healthy, what do you like to do for fun when you're not working? Uh, thanks, Bernie. I love to cook. I love to cook healthy. 
uh, and I also love to walk. And my wife and I, we do a lot of hiking. I live in the Northern Virginia area, which is just uh, a stone's throw from the Appalachian Trails and the Appalachian Mountains. So I spend a lot of time trekking, hiking up there. Fantastic. Those are both very healthy habits. So thank you for sharing them. You bet. Ron, I just want to thank you for taking your time to uh, be with me today on this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. Big topic. Uh, I feel like we're scratching the surface, but it was a healthy conversation. And I think uh, we ended on a high note with your um, with your thoughts about the future. So again, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Bernie. I appreciate it. And as you said, a very healthy discussion. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.